What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 154, where it is my honor and privilege to introduce a special guest joining this episode, and that is Central Michigan infielder Bryson Webb. How are you doing, Bryson? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule to join the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So like I said in the opener, you're an infielder at Central Michigan. Can you kind of talk about how you end up starting playing baseball? And were you always an infielder or did you kind of change positions throughout your time playing baseball? Yeah, I guess growing up, I'm the youngest of three boys. So I've, I've always been kind of very competitive in that sense. I've always been trying to just keep up with my other brothers and doing what they're doing and trying to be better at that than them. But since I'm the youngest, it never really came until I was around 16 years old. But ever since I've been little, I've always loved playing infield, especially shortstop. But I've, I've played all over. I mean, I've, I've pitched throughout high school and then throughout my my younger baseball years. I definitely played a little bit in the outfield and I caught a little bit. But it's been mostly infield for as long as I can remember. Okay, so because you played for so long, when did you kind of realize, hey, you know what, I want to play beyond high school? Because I feel like a lot of athletes, they kind of have that goal of playing beyond high school, like playing in college. Was that always true for you, or was it something like that kind of came later on playing baseball? I mean, yeah, I, I've i always wanted – I mean, you know you know, kids, right? They, they'll always have the dreams of – playing professional sports and stuff like that just because that's that's what they watch growing up if that's their thing and then I mean I think I was I got serious about playing in college when I was 15 years old I had actually expressed it to my parents but I think that I was too young for that to kind of be believable in to them at least so they didn't really put um a ton of money into me playing travel ball at any age like that so I mean, I played, like, for my local community team until I was 16 years old. So I never got a ton of exposure when I was younger, not only because I was a late bloomer and I didn't grow and I didn't stand out from other people as much for really to make a difference, but also just because I wasn't serious about playing college baseball until I was about 16. Okay, so what kind of changed for you, like, once – 16 like kind of hit when you started realizing hey I want to start playing this like was it something like you started to really enjoy playing baseball and kind of want to focus on baseball or was it kind of something like if I want to play in college this is kind of the best route for me like did you play any other sports outside of baseball or was it kind of always baseball throughout your life as well yeah I uh, I played three sports growing up I was I did baseball basketball and football I played baseball and football uh, throughout high school, and then I, I stopped playing basketball after my freshman my freshman year of high school just because I wanted to focus more on baseball since I had expressed my desire to play beyond high school. But I think the point that I realized or had to decide if I really wanted to play beyond high school, I was I remember there was a specific moment. I was fifteen, and I was I was pretty lazy at this point just because I thought because I was decent at baseball, I would, it would just kind of be given to me at that point. Like I would just be given a college offer to play at the D1, D2, D3 level, whatever it was. Obviously I wanted to play Division One baseball, but I kind of thought it would just be handed to me at that point. But I, I remember specifically I had just been hitting off a tee in my basement doing that. 
and I went down there, I hit for like five minutes and, and I came back up and my dad was like, what are you doing? And I, I just told him, I was like, I, I got, I got my work and I hit and he's like, you're not five minutes. So he kind of had to have a sit down talk with me about if, if I was really serious about this, I was, I have to be willing to make sacrifices for time and also work way harder than I was. And I think from that point on, I really put my head down and started to believe that it's going to take more than the bare minimum to, to get where I want to be. Yeah, and I think that's kind of a really good start to talk about kind of your journey. We kind of talked about where you started at a young age, you're really competitive, but people's journeys are kind of different throughout the sport that they play or where they get to. So can you talk a little bit kind of more about like your journey, your experience that led you to getting to Central Michigan? Because from what it seems like it wasn't always just a straight path especially because you were saying that you're like at certain points I wasn't you weren't the most like weren't putting in the most effort or maybe um weren't working on the things as long as you should have yeah I would my story is definitely a little unique in the sense that because I was a late bloomer I didn't get exposure until I was like 17 years old um, I, throughout high school, I, I mean, I, I, tried, I worked as hard as I could. I, I attended a few PBR events and, uh, but not, not a ton of attention came from those just because I wasn't good enough, nor was I big enough or fast enough to kind of stand out at these, these types of things until I was 17 years old. So, uh, it took me a while to kind of realize that I needed to grow into my body and, and, uh, just kind of trust the process but I had a by the end of my junior summer going into my senior year I had a handful of offers I had a couple of D2 offers to Winona State and Upper Iowa and then a JUCO offer to College of Lake County and that was it besides the other D3 schools who had expressed interest and I was a little disappointed just because I felt like I was better than that but I mean I was I committed to Winona State in September of my senior year and I was I was happy with it. Don't get me wrong. I got to know a ton of the guys, and it was just great to kind of build relationships with them and and uh, be with, talking to them all the time. So I was happy that I was gonna and I was gonna go to Winona State, and I was prepared to go there, but um, I still didn't. It didn't feel right because I had dreamed about this for so long, and, and for it not to come true, it hurt a little bit. Um, but anyways, I get into the summer of my senior. So I graduated high school. I get into the summer of my senior year and I just, I just say, you know what, I, this is just what it's going to be. And I got to be happy with this. So I decided just to kind of have fun for, for that summer of baseball. And it's funny that I say that because for the longest time, I put so much pressure on myself throughout high school that I, I have to get a hit at this at better. I, I can't make an error. I just have to be the best all the time from perfect, which is so unbelievably unreasonable, especially in a, in a sport that's just based around failure, which is baseball. So I kind of just decided I'm just going to have fun. Don't let whatever happens in the game dictate my attitude and don't let my attitude dictate how I play. Yeah. So I just started having fun. And, and lo and behold, I started playing really, really well for my my Legion team in Wisconsin. And my Legion coach actually knew Jordan Bischel, the former head coach of Central Michigan, um, really well from a previous job. 
at a local D3 school called St. Norbert's College okay. in De Pere, Wisconsin, where I grew up, where I grew up. Um, and because I was playing so well, I had my coach had reached out to Coach Bischel if he needed any more players in the 2022 recruiting class. And since I was committed and signed at this point, I could not talk to Coach Bischel, like according to NCAA rules. So my coach had to do all the talking for me. And and I think it's funny because I, I could definitely see my, my summer ball coach doing a little bit of talking up for me because yeah. he had thought so highly of me, which I appreciate him. So basically, long story short, Coach Bischel, for some miracle, took his word for it. And I decided to unsign with Winona State. And then I got offered by Central as a walk-on uh the following days and then I just I committed I wanted to take a chance on myself and see what I could do at the division one level that's awesome so you don't see a lot of people once they sign at college you don't see a lot of people unsign you hear about it every once in a while but would you be willing to kind of like what was the process like because from from hearing people that have unsigned it seems like it's kind of a hard process or like a difficult process to kind of yeah. unsign from the school that you have and to go from a division two school to a preferred walk-on on division one yeah that's kind of a difficult jump because some division two you probably get some money and as a preferred walk-on at central you might not get any anything or you might not be able to know the guys like you did at the division two guys right yeah I uh I definitely took a chance just because I I thought about it and I, I was like I I think I w- I wouldn't be able to handle it if I didn't just try because I'm I'm a guy I'm a person who really likes to try new things and try things that are challenging especially so part of me was curious to know if I could really compete at this division one level and um it was it was hard because I I got to know the coaches really well and the guys and it was hard for me to tell them that I was going to do this just because I did enjoy them a lot they're all great people um and and getting that getting me unsigned with the NCAA was definitely a bit of a process and it was it was kind of annoying because I, I just wanted to be committed to central so badly, but I did, it took a while and I, I couldn't tell anybody and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was definitely difficult, but I, I thought, I thought for a week or so about it. And I, I said, you know what, I think I just, if I, if this has been my dream for so long, I just gotta, I gotta take a chance on myself. And if it doesn't work out, I could work hard at a JUCO where I could explore other options. So. Exactly. And like you were talking about, you were taking a chance on an opportunity that you had for a team that you didn't really probably know very many people on. Maybe you had like a player in the past from your school or maybe someone, you know, go to Central. I'm not exactly sure. And a coach that you probably didn't really get to talk to too much as well. So what was kind of that experience like when you first got to central and join the team because going into it i how much did you really know uh i didn't know anything actually i because i'd committed so late I, I didn't get to know any of the guys or like the coaches or anything i never i didn't know any of them on a personal level so i didn't didn't really feel like i belonged there because i i kind of th- kept the chip on my shoulder like 
I was supposed to play Division Two baseball, but now I'm a Division One school, and I feel like I don't belong here just because I had that weird, just voice in my head telling me like you're you weren't good enough to be here before, so why are you good enough to be here now? Um, so that was definitely a downfall of mine when I first came to campus, just because I was very introverted more than I thought I would have been. Um, cause I consider myself to be a relatively extroverted person when it comes to, to talking to people, but I was scared in the sense that I didn't know anybody, not even like just normal students. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know if I could talk to anybody. I didn't. Because it was pretty intimidating. I'm not going to lie. These Division one college baseball players and even any college baseball players, like it's legit, especially when you're playing with 22 and 23-year-olds. I was just playing with people who were around my age in high school, and now there are five-year jumps. I'm an 18-year-old playing with a 23-year-old. Like that is – that's intimidating stuff. So I didn't, I didn't feel like I could or should speak up or ask questions, so I just did my best to not talk for the beginning of the fall. And that was definitely not a good idea. Yeah. So when did you kind of settle in a little bit? Like, was there kind of like a moment, like either like a player or like a coach or like a practice where it kind of all hit you that you started to realize, Hey, you know what? I'm supposed to be here. Like that kind of doubt of, hey, I'm supposed to be a Division Two player, kind of started to creep out of your mind and you started to kind of believe and in, in be accepted and feel accepted into a team. Because like you said, you didn't know any of these players. So once you join a new team and you don't know anyone, you made the point, you have those doubts. And I'm pretty, and that's probably pretty normal for most people. Right, yeah. I uh, Throughout the fall, I did kind of start to open up mostly to just some of the freshmen and my teammates just because like it's inevitable like when you're around people so much you you kind of start to get in on jokes or you start to introduce yourself like even off off the field and and out of practice um I started to go hang out with some of those guys later on like in October or November I was pretty introverted in September but the the one moment where I kind of washed all that negative thinking out was definitely my end of fall end of fall ball meeting with coach Bischel. We had a one on all the players have one on one meetings with their coaches once fall ball concludes. Um and, and I had expressed that I didn't feel like I really belonged here because I had a horrible, a horrible fall. I struck out a lot just because everything was so fast paced and I just I didn't mentally or phys- mentally prepare for, for any of that. Um and I just I didn't I didn't play the level of baseball I think I could have. And I had expressed how I felt with, with Coach Bishop. And the best part about that was that he fully understood where I was coming from. But he he made sure that I knew that everything happens for a reason. He told me I was there for a reason in the first place. He goes, I know that we kind of took a chance on you, but there's, there is something he see, saw in me that I could compete at this level. There were moments that he saw – I could compete at the division one level. And, and that's all I really needed to hear from him was that, that someone there kind of believed in me. Cause I didn't necessarily believe in myself at that point, but, but from there on, I, I had the mindset of, you know what, I, I'm blessed to be in this position and be competing at the highest level of baseball that I can. And I just need to take advantage of the opportunities that come my way and just work hard and have fun. And that's, just, that's all, that's all she wrote from there. 
Yeah, and honestly, sometimes it just takes that one or two people to just tell you and say, hey, you know what? I see this in you. I believe in you. And I think having that really early on in your career at Central is pretty big because from talking with past athletes, that kind of freshman year, it's kind of a little bit of a rude awakening at at first. Like you were talking about, you're playing with 22, 20 three-year-olds you're playing with some of the best players especially on division one you're playing with some of the best players on every single team that were there in high school like it's every single star that every single high school had is playing at division one so i think having your coach to say hey you know what we took a chance on you but i can see why you're here and you deserve to be here i think that's huge and i think that's and from what it seems like i think that's helped you Oh, absolutely. 100%. So I kind of want to talk a little bit more about kind of the Division One baseball player life, like what it's like being on campus, because I think a lot of people, like we talked about earlier, there's that goal of being a Division One athlete, or for those people that never got to play Division One athletes, you get to see everything that's like really cool about it, and like you dream about it. So can you talk about like what is a life like a day to day life of yours as a Division One athlete at Central? Like what do you what do you do every day? Like is it just like baseball, school? Like yeah. what's a day to day life as a Division One athlete at Central? I guess my one thing the biggest thing I learned about being a student athlete at school is uh, you have to be a lot more organized with your time. Um, I mean, cause you're constantly, you either have lift in the morning or you got to go to class. And then right after class, you got practice for a couple hours. And then after that, you got to study or do whatever. I think personally, in my opinion, the, uh, the, the college athlete lifestyle gets a little bit oversold of it being too stressful just because I did realize I had a lot more downtime than I had initially thought I was going to have. Like you have time to do homework, put in extra work and stuff like that, whether that be on the weekends or during the week at nighttime. Um, I mean, you have time to get everything in. You do have to have very good time management, but that comes with any student at a college just because you're alone and you have to hold yourself accountable. But, I mean, I would, I would say a normal day for me at school would definitely be wake up, lift at 7 in the morning, and then I'll get some breakfast, I'll go to class, or do some homework, or whatever I, whatever I can get ahead on, and then I'll go to practice, and then – do some more homework at night, hang out with my friends, just have a good time, man. Awesome. So being a baseball player at Central, is it like you, you, well, so you know the baseball team, but is it something like all the athletes kind of like know each other, like the baseball team, like knows like the football team, or is it more kind of like you guys are kind of kept to each individual team? I would say it's kind of a mix of all sports. I think – at Central, especially, football kind of excludes themselves from a lot of things because they kind of think they're, they're so cool. It's a little bit of my competitiveness coming out of me. I'm not, yeah, a huge fan of the, I'm not a huge fan of the football players at Central. Some of them are good guys. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been in classes with some football players that are great people. There's just – I don't interact with a lot of football players. I'd say I interact more with, uh, like, maybe this soft, softball team or soccer team. Um, anybody – I mean – all athletes live in the same dorm at Central, so you can 
it's really easy to interact with, with other sports because you live right next to them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I mean, it's really kind of a mix of, of all sports, I would say, for sure. Okay. And also, like it or not, I think it kind of depends on the sport you play because, like, in for most people – and I'm not trying to say bad things about any baseball player, anyone that plays any other sport. But for most schools, football is that foot. It goes like football, basketball. A lot of people that kind of tune into different sports, like, like I kind of hope you get what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I, I got. Like, yeah, I understand. I understand. Like, like I, like I'm not trying to talk bad about any, yeah, any athlete at any level. I think. Being a Division One athlete at, or being a college athlete at Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, I think it's extremely hard to be an athlete at any of those levels. I think everyone should get praise for doing it. I think everyone, ha- everyone deserves to be there that plays a sport, and not everyone can do it. But I think kind of your statement kind of aligns with that whole type of feeling, especially with the football team. I'm not again. You're not saying bad things about the football team. I'm not yeah. trying to say bad things about the football team, but it kind of, there kind of seems like there's always like a pedestal for Division One levels. It's like football, like I said, football, basketball, yeah. and then there's definitely everything little, else. Definitely a little bit of a, a hierarchy, I would say. Um, so, well, I mean, it's, it even starts with like people who go to the games. Like there's so many people that think baseball is boring, and, and don't get me wrong. I I can I can totally see how baseball can get long and and grueling to watch. Um, the it's definitely not when you're playing. I think it's it's definitely super fun. Like I love that's why I'm playing it in college. I, it's my favorite sport. Um, it can it can definitely be slow sometimes, but when you're playing, you kind of lose track of that. So I can totally see from the perspective of a spectator or another sport how they wouldn't think it's as exciting. But I I would disagree. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. I think I played baseball for many years. I loved playing baseball. It's one of the um, sports I love to watch now. Being a Tigers fan, it's embarrassing to watch because my team absolutely sucks. But outside outside of the Tigers, it's a really fun um, sport to watch. Yeah. So what has your overall experience been like at Central, though? Because we did talk a little bit about like what it was like at the beginning, but like for your first year being at Central, yeah, was it was it like a success? Like, what are things that you are very happy with? What are some things that you currently are working on that you want to improve on year two at Central? Right. Yeah. I uh, I think something the word that sums up my first year at Central is definitely learning. I learned the most I ever have in my life through my first year at Central, whether that be how I interact with people baseball wise or just in life in general. I think I absolutely loved my first year just because I had great friends after I opened up. I had fun times on and off the field with my teammates and we just we all hung out all the time. It was great. Um, I definitely learned to be more vulnerable of a person. I kind of when I first got to campus, I was kind of like I feel like I had to have a shell. I had to be like tough, um, but that's not the case. I mean, it's it's okay to be vulnerable, ask questions, um, and because I mean, ultimately that that that's where you find out and make your true friends and, and stuff like that. Um, baseball wise, I I think I just I improved overall as a player. I learned 
so much from the fall and, and about working hard and, and what to prioritize as a baseball player, whether that's staying healthy, I'm just trying to be as consistent as I can. And I'm still working on that. I'm still trying to get stronger, be more consistent, hit balls hard, still trying to be vulnerable with people. I still struggle with that a little bit. But um, overall, I think my, my first year was definitely one of the better better years I've had developing just as a person and a player overall. Yeah, and I feel like the whole kind of development of a person through college, especially in sports, like you, you, you see and you hear about how a player develops as an athlete, right? You, you see, like you see the statistics, you see how much they play, but people don't talk about the individual person, them, and how yeah. sports have helped them grow. Like I'm sure baseball throughout your whole life has helped you grow in so many different ways. I'm sure you've met so many cool friends so many cool people i'm sure you've learned so much but it seems like that jump from high school to college through your first year at central yeah has been one of your bigger jumps of like who am i going to be as a person and as a baseball player Uh, yeah i mean i would say easily the biggest difference um between high school and college is that age and like who you are like does not really matter once you get to college. Like I thought when I got to college, I just had to hang out with freshmen because that's what it was in high school. Like they create these barriers in high school where you just have to hang out with your specific friend group and that's your age, which I don't think that necessarily matters anymore. I would find myself at times going to the baseball house and just hanging out with some of the upperclassmen because I was bored or because I just wanted to hang out with them. Like, Age is age is not a factor at all in college athletics or just college in general, which is something I I have learned to appreciate 100%. Yeah, absolutely, and you get to learn from the upperclassmen as well. Right. Like they've yeah. they've been through there for a few years, so I'm sure yeah. that they've told you things. They've taught you things, good or bad, through good yeah. experiences. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's been it's been great though. Like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my first year for anything. So Awesome. So what would you say are some of your best memories so far on and off the field at Central? Uh, just at Central, I would say on the field. Um, so I redshirted this year. I just want to preface, like, I, did not, I didn't touch the field during games at all just because I, was, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't ready, plain and simple. I, 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 this was a learning year for me, 100%, but – um, I was lucky to have my hard work recognized and my improvement from the fall recognized by my coaches. So they let – I was one of two red shirts that got to travel this year all year. Um, That's so awesome. I think on field, definitely traveling to Texas during our Baylor series and Rio Grande Valley series, and then California against Sacramento State and uh, St. Mary's College. Those were both two 10-day trips, and that those that was a really, really good experience for me because I getting to travel the country with, with the baseball team was, was super, super good. It was so fun. That's awesome. And uh, I would say off the field, I mean, I said it before, but just making memories with my teammates. Like the, the, the bond you build with people you're around all the time, it's like a second family. 
Um, it's the, this freshman year was easily the most fun I've ever had with with team with baseball teammates specifically, just because I was around them all day, every day. It was just it's nice to just be able to enjoy each other's space and not feel like you always have to be doing something. So I think that was that's easily the best part of it. And I think that statement right there kind of leads into like my next question extremely yeah. well. Um, about Central, like, what does Central Michigan baseball and your teammates mean to you? Like, I know you've only been there for a year, but you're yeah. talking about all these great memories. You're talking about how much you've grown, and I'm sure this answer will change throughout your time because you're going to get to experience more memories. You're going to get to learn more things. But as yeah. of right now, after year one, what does the baseball team in Central Michigan mean to you? I I think. If anybody has ever watched a Central Michigan baseball game, they would know that we want to have as much fun as possible while playing the game the right way. Um, we really pride ourselves in having a lot of energy on on the field and in the dugout. And at the end of the day, of course, you want to compete and win. I would say by doing the preparation and just overall work that we have put in um, – it's no question that we want to compete and win every game we are playing, but also keeping kind of a loose vibe in the dugout. I mean, we don't want to be super uptight. Be, we don't want to coach, coaches don't want to be drill sergeants in the dugout. Like we want to have a loose, fun environment where we can cheer everybody on, just be good teammates, and just have a good time. Because at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, baseball is just a game. Like I feel like people can lose sight of that, especially at a young age. Um, baseball is not your life. It will never be your life. I understand that baseball is a big part of your life, but it's not completely your life. I, I've learned that uh, the hard way sometimes, but I'm, I'm glad that I know that now because um, knowing that baseball is just a kid's game has really helped me enjoy myself a lot more on and off the field with my teammates. And I think that's just something that people need to kind of get across their heads as well because baseball is meant to be fun. Yeah, and I think you bring up baseball as a kid's game. I think that's very true. It's supposed to be fun. Like you, yeah. like every every athlete wants to win, but baseball is called called a kid's game for a reason. Yep. It's supposed to be for anyone. It's supposed to be a fun sport. It's supposed to be like all kind of everyone kind of getting along. And you were talking a little bit about your team and saying, hey, we want to win, but we want to have that culture of having fun during, yeah. it, during it. And it kind of seems like the coaching staff allows you guys to kind of build into that culture. And with that, you were talking about your coach, and he is um, no longer there. You end up taking another job, and you end up hiring a new former player himself, yeah, ha- have you gotten to talk to him very much? Do you think that culture of fun is going to kind of stay in there with him being a former player, or is it going to kind of be a little different culture? I don't know how much you want to talk about talk about yeah. that. But... No, we're, you're good. Um, I think I'll be honest. I'm not surprised that Coach Bischel got a new opportunity to coach. The the other the success that he has had at Central Michigan has been has been undeniable. I mean, three conference championships in five years is is nothing to, to scoff at. And um, I, I mean, I'm happy for him. He I'm grateful for him always because he gave me my original opportunity. 
But uh, to answer your question, no, I don't. I don't think our culture is going anywhere. We we didn't lose like that many players to the transfer portal or anything. Um, and with our new coach being a former player, he understands what Central Michigan baseball means. And I think uh, he'll be he'll be very relatable in that sense, just because not only has he played at Central, but he also coached with Coach Bischel at a at Division two school for for a couple of years before coach Bishop came to central. So I think he, he has a good understanding of our culture, um, our approach, our philosophy as a team. So I think, I think we'll be, we'll be nothing much will change. I don't think. Yeah. And having that culture and keeping that culture of having fun, but winning central has a culture of winning central has been one of the best, if not the best team in the state of Michigan for baseball in the last five, at least five, Plus years, you guys have gone to the NCAA tournament. You've, like yep. you said, you've won the MAC conference through the last five years. So there's that culture as well that's going to be extremely important. And I think, it would, and for those, like you said, for those that have tuned in that have watched the baseball games, they kind of see that culture. But I think you're kind of demonstrating that culture as well to a wider audience because yeah. you, you're currently trying to grow your social media account, which includes like posting videos on like TikTok about central, about like how you go about like your everyday life, how yeah. what it's like going on at central Michigan. So can you talk a little bit about growing that and how one, you want to kind of bring awareness of what it's like being a player at central, but also two, kind of bringing people to see like who you are as a person and player as well. Yeah, I guess it's funny because my my life is kind of set up perfectly where where I can just create content about my life as a Division One baseball player, and people will watch it and comment and share and like it, which is which is the best thing ever. Because I've luckily worked towards having this platform of being a Division One athlete, where I can just film my life and what I do on a day to day basis, and people will enjoy it. Um, not that I'm necessarily just looking for clicks or likes. I, I, I got into social media because I think it'd be fun to share my experiences throughout, throughout college and possibly beyond and um, just kind of share my stories because um, social media, this whole new age, is, is, there's a lot of opportunity in it. And I'm, I'm not trying to be the next anybody. I just want to be, be me and share my experiences as, as a college athlete. And I think um, – doing making these TikToks about about my life it definitely can set me up for that yeah and I think that's the really cool thing about today's day and age is that you can share your story you can share what you're going through and have people say hey you know what I experienced the same thing or I'm going through the same thing and kind of like help grow people with you and of course once you start going like through social media and posting videos you're always going to have people that aren't going to like it you're going to always have those comments that are saying bad things but the most important thing i think the thing that you're getting at is one you have to absolutely love it and it seems like it's something that you love doing it and two it's just a cool opportunity for you to show hey this is this is me this is everything that I experience every single day and you yep. can, and you can grow your own 
image. Like people talk about name, image, likeness, NIL. That's a huge conversation that's going that's going on today, right now. And you're seeing all these athletes now. A lot of these athletes are getting paid six, seven, eight figures. Are big name, big named athletes at, at big name schools, but at the same time, and what you're doing. You you have opportunities to grow who you are and grow your brand, and it could lead to something in the future. And it seems like that's what you're really hoping for. And hopefully, it does lead to something in the future. And if it does, then next thing you know, maybe that's what you're going to do. And it's going to be completely different than what you thought going into Central. Absolutely, absolutely. So, one last question to wrap up the episode and i think this is going to be this is one of my favorite questions and i think this is going to be a kind of cool question to ask you just because of like your story and being a division one athlete you're talking about like the platform that you have so for anyone that is either playing baseball right now or anyone that wants to be in your position right now being a college athlete especially at a division one level just college athlete in general, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. What kind of advice would you give to them on helping them achieve that goal? Because you have been able to achieve it. Right. Yeah. I think I I feel like when people answer these questions, they kind of just go to the most basic answer possible. Like you got to stick to the grind. You got to be committed to your to your craft and stuff like that. And I think at this point if kids are legitimately serious about playing at the next level, those are kind of just givens. Um, but I think if, if there was one thing that I could, could tell a younger self of mine or just a, a kid is not only, I mean, I've harped on it before, but just keep it fun. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is don't let the game affect your attitude. Like you go in happy to a game, leave happy because you are, extremely blessed to be able to play the sport that you love don't let one one pitch don't let one at bat don't let one play don't let an error dictate your attitude because the the minute you show that you are upset visibly um that is when things can start to go south and if you if you kind of tread on that it, it can really affect how you play the rest of the game especially now with the platform that i have I, I've kind of told myself it's really important that although I might have a, frust- a moment of frustration, it, I have to flush it because um, I, ha- I will have kids look up to me and if they see that, I don't want them to, to be like, this is okay. So just keep a good attitude, be ready to make sacrifices for the game, and then most of all, just keep everything, keep it fun because these are games, so. Exactly. And do you think if you yourself would tell yourself at a young age that you're a Division One baseball player at Central Michigan, do you think your young self would believe you? Uh, I, I think my younger self would like to believe me, but I think there would be a, a level of doubt just because I've always been um, underdeveloped and, and small. Um, I know that my younger self would be super pumped to hear that, um, but my younger self would still have to know like nothing, nothing's given, everything is earned. So just always constantly be working hard, trust the process, 
you know, everything happens for a reason and uh, to take advantage. Exactly. Exactly. So one last thing before we end, um, would you want to get, where can they find you if you want to like shout out your social media? Yeah. TikTok, where, where can they go follow you after listening to this episode? Everything. Uh, TikTok. Uh, Instagram is J Bryson Webb, no caps, no spaces, no numbers. Uh, you can follow. I post TikToks uh, pretty much daily. I'm not super active on Instagram, but if I mean, please go follow. I'm trying to to grow my brand so I can share my stories uh, with everybody who's listening and everyone's out there who aspires to be a collegiate athlete. So I mean, if you're looking for for funny videos if you're looking for what it's like to to train or to eat or to just be a division one athlete just go follow and stay up to date with my life and i i love to keep sharing my stories with everybody yeah absolutely go give him go give bryce a follow great follow um really enjoyed our conversation glad that i got to know a little bit more about your story today um would love to have you back on if you ever want to the door is always open for any athlete that ever comes on or anyone so if you ever want to come back on share more of your stories or just just talk baseball in general but yeah definitely appreciate you definitely go give bryson a follow and yeah thank you for taking your time again it's been a great conversation yeah thank you i appreciate it absolutely and that is a wrap to episode number 154 thank you to bryson for joining and everyone have a great rest of your night and turn into the next episode.